0: I'm Debbie Georgiadis. Welcome to my show America Can We Talk. Today, we're going to talk about Democrats say, Democrats say electronic voting is untrustworthy. Kevin Freeman joins me to talk everylegalvote.com and Biden's fundamental destruction of America planned. And of course, I'll tell you why these stories matter to you. Stay tuned. I am a man.
1: Debbie Georgiatis, host of America Can We Talk, is an author, attorney, and political analyst whose mission is to inspire the American political conversation about preserving liberty in the best country on earth
0: hello again. Welcome to America Can We Talk and to today's First Five. I'm Debbie Giorgiatis. In the First Five today, I just want to hit two points about the ongoing assessment in America of what happened in election 2020. We have covered so many of the stories related to voter fraud, alleged dead people voting, numbers of votes located much later, all sorts of stories like that. But I want to hit on the big picture issue that we've been discussing in depth. What you have heard, the um, now very, very famous stories related to election, not voter fraud, but election fraud, the manipulation of electronic, electronic manipulation of voting data, tabulation software inside computers. This is what we've heard Sidney Powell describing and saying on national television. President Trump win the, won this election a landslide. Votes were flipped. She has been very explicit, saying not only that she's seen it, but she's saying, I can prove it. I will show you. Many Americans are very concerned, very alarmed. Of course, you have the media trying to steamroll and pretend the election's over, everyone's gonna be talking about which person uh, President-elect Biden should choose for some cabinet post. But people, again, this election is not even close to over and getting it right on this issue of whether or not this massive election fraud occurred is vital to America, not just in this election, but moving forward whether we can ever trust our election system again i want to hit some very quick stories about this number one you may know the term smartmatic that is the uh the the uh, system that is in question here and you've heard Sidney Powell mentioning that this smart this actually was developed to permit and enable vote fraud a very quick clip to play for you uh this is a gentleman in venezuela talking about the use of this system in Venezuela in their elections there. And you may remember Sidney Powell mentioned that this was used to corrupt and steal the election in Venezuela. But let me have this gentleman from Venezuela tell you the story.
1: Smartmatic has provided election technology and support services in Venezuela since 2004. Even in moments of deep political conflict and division, we have been satisfied that the voting process and the count has been completely accurate. It is therefore with the deepest regret that we have to report that the turnout numbers on Sunday, 30th of July for the Constituent Assembly in Venezuela were tampered with. Based on the robustness of our system, we know without any doubt that the turnout of the recent election for a National Constituent Assembly was manipulated.
0: So there you have it. This gentleman is talking about exactly the system in question in America today. He's saying yes, that's exactly what happened in Venezuela. Number two, quick clip. When the New York Times was more invested in trying to question the use of electronic voting data, they ran. They ran this. I want to have Matt the wonderful play a video for you in a moment. They ran this opinion piece explaining how very simple it is to cheat electronic voting machines. This is video number two. <laughs> I'm here to tell
1: you that the electronic voting machines Americans got to solve the problem of voting integrity, they turned out to be an awful idea. One vote for McCain.
0: That's because people like me can hack them. All too easily. I'm a computer scientist who has hacked a lot of electronic voting machines. I even turned one machine into a video game console. Imagine what
1: the Russians and North Koreans can do. I've even gone to Congress to raise the alarm. Our highly computerized election infrastructure is vulnerable to sabotage and even to cyber attacks that could change votes.
0: Okay, that's my second point today. I, the reason I'm doing this, my first five, first five today, is I want to make very clear this is not just a few extreme right wing people who are questioning whether or not somehow some hacking occurred. If you watch this show regularly, you know we've had Russ Ramsey on the show numerous times laying out what his organization discovered. We're now watching Sidney Powell telling America at a national level, this is what happened. There was electronic manipulation of the voter tabulation software, and votes were switched. I want to hit two more quick points and wrap up the first five. One is that even today, in 2020, while all Democrats are trying to pretend that electronic voting is completely safe and no one should be worried, there was actually a letter written in March of 2019, signed on to by Senator Amy Klobuchar, you know, she who ran for president, as well as, actually, I'm not sure, three other senators. And um, I believe one of them was Elizabeth Warren, but they wrote a letter. It was Elizabeth Warren. Okay, my, my friend here is nodding along. Wrote a letter to the manufacturers of the vote counting hardware and software, including Dominion Voting Systems, the system in question now, protesting your company's provide voting machines and software used by 92% of eligible voting population in the US, the integrity of our elections remains under serious threat. So even Democrats, as er as recently as March of 2019, acknowledging that electronic voting machines are extremely vulnerable to hacking. Last point and wrapping up the first five is this. We have gone over many, many examples of anomalies oddities coming out of this election cycle, how odd it would be that, for example, the vast majority of Americans continued. They put more Republicans in the U.S. Congress. Income Democrats lost their seats. No incumbent Republicans lost their seats. The anomaly of people voting Republican, but somehow 80 million voted for Biden. But another anomaly just came to my attention I want to share. And just, this is for you, pass along to your friends who have no doubt about this election and are questioning whether we should be reviewing election results. There are counties in America, 19 counties in this United States of America, which are considered by election experts, bellwether counties, meaning pretty much every election cycle, These 19 counties, bellwether counties, which probably just means they are made up of a truly representative sample of America, but 19 bellwether counties that always correctly choose the president, that always go for the one who wins, who always do. Last time one county was wrong was in the Reagan election in 1980. Of those 19 bellwether counties, who always get it right. And whatever they come out with is what actually happened in the election cycle. If I were speaking in person, I'd say, so guess how many of those went for Trump out of the 19 bellwether counties in America? And that number would be 18. 18 of the 19 bellwether counties in America went for Trump. Only one went for Biden. But the other thing that was just an interesting anomaly, uh, that the average of the uh, Bellwether counties, the average number by percentage by which Trump won was like 15%. The av- the, the uh, one county that went for Biden was in single digits, very small, three or four, so the three-point margin. So wrapping up the first five today, I want to say this. It matters to get the election results right. It matters if our election, our voting machines are hackable. It matters if votes were changed. All that matters at the end of the day is what is true about election 2020, and that is the mission that Sidney Powell is on, that America is on, that President Trump is on. And every American of any political background should want exactly that, the truth of election 2020. And that, my very fine friends, is today's First Five. I mentioned before the start of the show, we have a guest. Uh, I love when he's here. He's a very—he's been with us uh, numerous times, um, and he actually hosts his own show. Kevin Freeman hosts Economic War Room, um, and he is also an author. And, but the main reason—he's uh, just a, uh, an extremely uh, well-informed man. Among the many things, he's one of the nation's leading experts on the issues of economic warfare, financial terrorism. Um, he has been—he has consulted for and briefed members of Congress, U.S. House and Senate, President, and past CIA, DIA, FBI, SEC, Homeland Security, and the Justice Department. So he is a, a, a well-recognized national expert in a variety of issues. But the reason I want to have him come today is to tell you about a website he created that ties exactly into the issue we're talking about, which was getting to the truth of election 2020. So, Kevin Freeman, welcome.
1: Thank you, Debbie, always good to be with you.
0: Glad you can be here. Well, you know what, I, I've already heard all about this. Um, it's everylegalvote.com. Right. And so actually, I don't know, we didn't get a, a, uh, something to put up on the screen, but everylegalvote.com, I'll say it over and over. But tell us the story of that, how you came up with this and what it does.
1: Well, it's not just me. There's a whole coalition of people, all patriots. You know a lot of them. You've met with a lot of them. Uh, And it started, Debbie, because uh, shortly after the election, we we became under assault from the media. This election is over. Don't look any further. Biden has won. But there are all these questions that are out there. For example, how come there are so many in only the select counties, that are Biden-only votes. How come they didn't vote? Even in Georgia, they're not voting for the senators. A hot Senate races there, yeah. and they're, not, they're only voting for Biden. And they only show up in these really unusual, like just outside Philadelphia or around Philadelphia or around Atlanta or in Wayne County in, in, with Detroit, all these very hot spots that people for years said Contained election fraud. I
0: was going to say the nice word is anomalies, but the other word is maybe suspicious. But go ahead.
1: Yeah. The, so the, we we asked, why is the media bum rushing us to this idea that the election is over? Uh, especially, how can we imagine that Joe Biden got 80 million votes when he didn't even campaign? He didn't have a rally with more than 50 people. It, it just didn't seem logical to us. And then, like you, we've had Russ Ramsland on economic war room show before. And for two years, we've studied extensively the risk and the Democrats. You pointed this out in your in your opening five. Here's one article you may have checked out, Jennifer Cohn in medium.com. Uh, America's electronic voting system is corrupted to the core, dated September 7th, 2019, updated June 24th, 2020. And when you look at that, there are all these questions and a lot of experts, cyber experts, experts in building websites, uh, media experts, all came together and said, we've got to do something because the American people are being told to put it away, don't think about it, while at the same time, the legal team, Sidney Powell and the legal team, are out there fighting the hard fight. And the, uh, really, the election fraud experts like Russ Ramsland and Keith Lewis and others are fighting the cyber fight to look into the anomalies Who's keeping the American people engaged? Well, it's good shows like America Can We Talk. We thought if we could find a website, pull it all into one location where you could see the fraud, you could report the fraud, you could learn about fraud, uh, and you could actually take action, we'd do something significant. And I think we've done it. I mean, we, this is, took 72 hours to build. It's been out exactly one week today, and we've had unbelievable response.
0: You know, I heard, uh, I saw you over the weekend uh, and heard a little bit about the response that it was at that point had been up whatever it was, four or five days or three or four days. And really people, it's like they were looking for a place to go to get information and to give information to tell people what happened. But uh, tell your numbers, like well, how many people have responded already? And actually, I have the. Oh, you have the website up too? Okay. I have yeah. it up right here.
1: Well, as of a few minutes ago, it was 1 million, well, it's pulling up right now. Actions taken. When I say actions taken, there's a button you can click there and it says, um, take an action and you can send emails to state legislators in the key swing states. because. The state legislature has the constitutional authority to determine how the electors are chosen. Right now, 1,728,502 emails have been sent by two million visitors to our website, two million unique visitors. This is in one week's time. I mean, we haven't marketed this at all, although Lou Dobbs found out about it and he <laughs> invited Keith Lewis and that went crazy. Uh, Raheem Kassam saw it and he didn't know who was behind it. I was just on his show before I came here. And he said, I don't know who's behind this, but I've been begging for something like this. <laughs> yeah. And then he found out it was us, and so he had me on his show. But these—it it is social media for people who want to make sure we have a free and fair election.
0: Who want truth.
1: They want truth. And I'll tell you, the thing is, is until, last night I had dinner with David Harris Jr. Tremendous guy, got uh, 2 million Facebook followers, I think, and he's got 650,000 Twitter followers. And so I asked him, I said, would you tweet everylegalvote.com? Because nobody had been able to tweet it. Uh, Ned Ryan, the son of Jim Ryan, the congressman, Mm -hmm. a conservative powerhouse in his own right, he couldn't tweet it. So we we were going back and forth. Last night, David Harris sat and he tweeted. It's like, wow, you're powerful. And then I found out Jack Dorsey is testifying before Congress (laughs) today. And so he (laughs) stopped all the nonsense of stopping things.
0: But tell what the nonsense was. I mean, people were trying to tweet it. What happened?
1: They tweeted and said, sorry, something went wrong. You can't tweet this. Something is something is wrong. And then, of course, they put a tag on there. Uh, it was, I think it was Twitter and, and Snopes did an article on us because they're so afraid of people getting this truth and having hope that we will have a free and fair election. They want everybody to just go away and just not even look into this. Snopes did a full article, made it one of their top five articles of the week. Our little website that launched with, you know, Uh, you know, a few thousand dollars that we tossed in together and a coalition of people, our little website was in their top five. And the first thing they said was they said, McAfee has determined you have malware on your site. So we hired McAfee to find the malware and clean it. And they said, there's no malware here. So we're (laughs) McAfee certified (laughs) clean. You can see it on the site and you can go to Snopes.com, look us up and they'll say malware according to McAfee. I mean, they're lying about everything.
0: Okay, on that subject. So so back to the website first of all I'm run through what it can do. So you go to everyvote.com dot Every legal vote. Every, dot com. Excuse me, every legal vote.com. ELV, get them at every You can report fraud if you've seen it. Right. And you can give details. I saw this, I heard this, and it just submits and and you all do something with it once it's submitted. We're
1: adding functionality every day. We will have an affidavit uh, click link, oh, make good. an affidavit right there. Um you can go and you can check your vote to see did I vote? or was my ballot rejected? We have thousands of examples where people have said, I used a Sharpie and they told me it was fine and then I went to check on your site to see if my vote counted and my vote ballot was rejected. Thousands of examples.
0: So any voter in America can go on your website to see if their vote counted. In, America, it, in it's, uh,
1: state by state, no, every state, state by state, some will let you look at military ballots. Some will look you, let you look at all ballots. It depends on what the state makes available. But if we can find a way to get the publicly available data, you may have to put some personal information in and it yeah. doesn't come to our site. You, it takes you directly to the uh, Secretary of State's website in that state. You might have to put a Social Security or something in. A lot of women are finding that they're made name voted.
0: Oh my gosh! That they voted with their real, their married name. Yes, and someone voted for them in their married in their a maiden, maiden name.
1: name. Or they found that their mother, who is in, um, has dementia and in uh, a facility. A facility. <laughs> they that their mother voted, or their dead grandfather voted, that died in you know 1947. So we're getting thousands of reports like this
0: oh my god every
1: day we're getting more information so you can report fraud that you've seen and then you can look at the stories and so we collate we search all across the internet and find epic times or newsmax or whatever find the story find the video like the two videos that you showed we've linked and put those videos up to where people can watch the new york times telling that computers are vulnerable that people can alter folks and it's not just hacking as that example showed There's actually a feature in Dominion Systems where you can wholesale switch votes from one candidate to another. And they call that a feature so that they could correct a problem if they saw it. But if you're unscrupulous, you can also create a problem.
0: Oh my gracious, so I love that you did this. What initiative you took and that, that it just took off. So everylegalvote.com, so you can report fraud, you can check on yourself whether your, uh, thing, your uh, vote is reflected or, or not, or whether your deceased grandparent is also appears right. to have voted. But you can also, I want to talk about communicating with legislators, and to go back to our listeners very quickly, the whole point, we've been saying this since um, this whole fiasco of the election has unfolded. Uh, contrary to popular belief, the CNN, MSNBC, not, no news outlet in America has the authority to declare the winner. That actually happens at the vote of the Electoral College on December 14th. And so all of the talk by all sorts of news outlets who keep putting up elections resolved, elections resolved, it's all over, it's all over, uh, president-elect, they have no authority to do that. But prior to the, uh, the convening of the Electoral College on December 14th, electors come from each state. And so you're saying you can, through your site, allow people to communicate with state legislators. And what is the mission of that? To tell them to do what?
1: Well, first off, let me say I think your viewing audience is powerful because I just refreshed, and I think about ten thousand emails have been sent to state legislators just since oh, we yay. started talking. Yay! Okay. Uh, <laughs> so what what it is is you you connect to, uh, you hit, click take action, and it connects you to. Would you like to send an email? And there's a list of state legislators there. Now we've got to update the site a little bit so that it tells you exactly who they are. But there's a list of sixty of them. And then you say, yes, I want to email all of them. You can unclick any of them, or you can leave them all clicked. And, and you go to the next page. And then it shows you an email that we've pre-populated, but that you can edit. Okay. So you can read it to say, I don't want to say that. I want to say something different. And you can edit, and it will automatically send it, in this case, to about 60 legislators at once. It takes about less than a minute.
0: From your website right to legislators. I yeah, love well, that.
1: it goes through free Roots, which is okay. uh, a good friend who started this and they do eric berger just done great work on this
0: okay so the reason though to communicate with legislators i mean I, I know one thing is some states are considering whether they should certify the election results of their state they whether or they should hold back on certifying until they have they are comfortable that the election count they got was valid so do you have do your emails address that point like don't certify until the elections been yeah you can up. read
1: you can read what it says and we're constantly adjusting it based on what the legal team so like we talked to tom fitton at judicial watch yeah. over the weekend and we found out what what message should we be giving in there and so every yeah. day we decide what's the right message and what is the campaign looking because this really is bipartisan because if we don't fix the election now if we don't fix it here there may never be a free election again. And the problem is, is that those who are fixing the election then can control a President Biden. And they can say, hey, you won't win another term unless you do what we want. And they can control, Once, once Biden knows that he's been a part of uh, the greatest election fraud uh, campaign in history which in is American something he said right yeah now. once he is aware of that they will have him because he could never come out and say i got elected by election fraud but then they can control him because they so it's not just biden it's anybody who would do this sort of election fraud we've got to stop it it's bipartisan every democrat should want a clean election just like every republican should want one
0: Absolutely true. One thing that's fun on your website too is looking at the stories, and there are different people who very serious stories of. I was a poll watcher, and it was late at night, and I saw a truck pull up and dropping off ballots that, that um, and or people being blocked from actually watching the the counting, which is the whole point of being a poll watcher. If you can't watch the count, it's kind of pointless. Right. One that was amazing, and because it, it kind of speaks to the mentality of those who are willing to cheat, some guy had put up on his own Facebook page, I'm going to guess he's taken it down by now, but he put up, hey, you know, I registered in 17 different counties, mail-in ballots. I voted 17 times. He was bragging about it. And, and, and it's like it did not occur to him or he didn't know it was illegal, or he thought no one really enforces the laws. It kind of speaks to the cavalier attitude some people have about voting. You just kind of get in there and do all you can instead of vote once.
1: Right, well, and that's partly to blame for the education system where we don't teach absolute truth or we don't treat right and wrong but it's also partly to blame for the idea that the media has made this a moral authority issue he's bragging because he voted in his mind against adolf hitler 17 times yeah he, yeah. yeah and 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 which one of us if if it, we really could vote adolf hitler out wouldn't have gone to germany and voted 17 times to stop but of course that's that's completely false uh president trump is nowhere near that that's a false argument but that's what they've These dumbed down people through the bad education system have been taught or led to believe by a very corrupt media.
0: Oh, absolutely true. It is amazing. They do, uh, some people feel it's a virtue. Um, You know, uh, so I love this website. Is there anything else you want to share about the website, everylegalvote.com?
1: yeah well we have a primer on fraud which you can i mean this is a you can go and get a primer and then you can click and get a phd on fraud because a lot of people don't understand that there are a hundred ways to commit fraud one of them that just came out in the media la um county and and da went with i think justice department and busted a guy that requested eight mail mail-in ballots
0: Okay, Matt the Wonderful has pulled up your website. This is great. Thank you, Matt. Everylegalvote.com. This is what it looks like. Very easy to use. I've been playing with it this morning. Easy to click on things. So go ahead. I'm sorry I interrupted. I just saw that. Yeah, no, it's great. Yeah, Yeah,
1: this is a social media site. It's something that people come back to over and over. And after David Harris tweeted it, he's got so many Facebook or Twitter followers. I actually looked to see. Uh, what some of the comments were. And I was excited to see that a lot of his followers were already looking at our page and oh. they bookmarked it for an everyday visit. So we've had 2 million unique visitors, but they've, we've had something like 4 million total visits. The average person has come two different times and then a lot have taken action.
0: You know, I alluded to this in my first five today, but I think part of the mission of people who are involved in media is to help spread stories and truth, because I do think that if Sidney Powell is successful in what I believe she will be in exposing the what appears to be massive election fraud, the uh, external manipulation of voter tabulation software, literally flipping votes at election machines in swing states around the country, if she's successful in proving that, I think there are so many people who are mainly into mainstream media. They think the election's over. They don't, there's some noise, they think in the back of their minds some of the maybe right-wing conspiracy types are trying to contest the election, but they don't think there's any legitimacy to it. So a website like this is really good because people can share it with each other, more people see it and go, oh, wow, I didn't know those things." kind of things can occur because American people have to eventually process whatever comes out of this litigation process and live with our country getting to the right answer and it may not be the answer they thought would happen
1: right it's a gamification in a sense so that people are engaged just like they are with social media they get interaction they get to participate they get to listen they get to hear they get to read they get to share and that's so important they get to take action and not just send the emails to legislators there's other you can find out where rallies are taking place and so forth on your website on our website oh So it is an opportunity for people to truly engage. And you said it really well, Debbie, because the other side is wishing to delegitimize any considerations here so that when Sydney does win in court, and you and I both know her, if she says she's got it, she's got it. it. She's she's going to release the Kraken. But what she can't, (laughs) she cannot do this, is she cannot put her proof, I mean, you're an attorney, you know, she can't put her proof out in the media she has to hold that close. And so it's our job to keep people engaged, keep them aware, keep them understanding. And, and she actually tweeted out our site, how important it is.
0: Oh, good. Okay. I was going to mention one thing to our listeners on this point. I meant to include in the first five, but Matt, the wonderful, I sent him something this morning. I just took a screen grab. I was on Facebook doing something or other. And, you know, as you might imagine, many of my Facebook friends are political. They put up little stories and right beneath, Almost every story, Facebook has a, uh, I don't even know what to call it, just a a little preset. And Matt, if if you know what I'm talking about, I sent you, okay. This is what Facebook puts up. Facts about the election. Avoid confusion about the election. Election officials follow strict rules when it comes to ballot counting, handling, and reporting. Differences between final results and initial vote counts are due to taking several days after polls close to ensure all votes are counted. Vote recounts and legal challenges are a regular feature of elections and must take place under established guidelines and processes. And I know it sounds like a very neutral um, factual statement. It is designed to make people feel like, oh, everything's fine. Nothing could go wrong in this election. The entire system is protected. It is, an, it is designed to undercut the kind of things that he's trying to do. And I point
1: out could you put that back up? Uh, That's
0: the same thing. Yeah.
1: All right. Point number one election officials follow strict rules. They have strict <laughs> rules, they did not follow them. We have example after example where poll watchers were asked to leave, <clears throat> they weren't allowed in. So that is not correct uh, to ballot counting, handling, and reporting. And with mail-in ballots, how do you follow any of those rules? And, and this is an equal protection issue. If you are a mail-in ballot person and you sign with a Sharpie, your ballot probably counted. But if you, mail, if you walked in and used a Sharpie in the place, it maybe didn't count. So they, don't follow, they didn't follow the strict rules. They have them. They didn't follow them. Number two, differences between final results and initial vote counts are due to it taking several days. OK, we need social patience because they didn't give us one day after the media was pushing. It's done. It's over.
0: Yeah. They,
1: they gave Al Gore 30 some days, but they gave uh, President Trump zero days it's over it's done they they were ready to call it and then vote recounts and legal challenges are a regular feature of elections and must take place under established guidelines and processes they're not taking place you can look at at the fraud it the audit in georgia which is a fraud it they're not and then you dig down underneath and you wonder why is the georgia secretary of state here what are they after and why is it that some 90 plus percent of republicans were supporters of president trump and yet uh, everyone that's involved in the debate commission, everyone that seems to be involved in the counts and the recounts, they all seem just as happy to let this go. And, and oh, we got to call it now.
0: Yeah, it's, it's very, very alarming. And I think the other thing that the, what the media is doing, calling him Biden-elect and acting like the biggest news story of the day is who we should pick for some cabinet position, is that they're making President Trump's insistence on Getting to the truth, finding out exactly what happened, exposing uh, as belligerence, failure to concede uh, what they tried to build up ahead of time about him—the notion he'll never leave, he wants to be a dictator—is playing right into the whole characterization of him they did, which was is was and is false. But the whole characterization of him stirring up people in anger toward a president. Who is simply trying to say, I actually want the right results. I, I want right. truth.
1: No, he's made it clear. Uh, I know people who know him well, he's made it clear if he actually lost, he he's happy to leave. He will leave. But he knows what you and I know. He had massive crowds and Joe Biden had no crowds, didn't campaign hardly at all. His popularity, he got more votes, more. That's why the other thing is that on that list, it said every vote counts. We say every legal vote because there are a lot of votes that were put into the system that are not legal. And that's why it's every legal vote must count.
0: I love that. You know, um, Kevin, I was telling our listeners yesterday, uh, over the weekend, my husband and I were back in the Washington, D.C. area, and we just we went into the rally, the big MAGA March rally. And by the way, thank you for all the emails. People were emailing after the show saying, put more pictures up, because it was really, it was a great rally. One, two things I meant to mention yesterday, I'll mention about it. One was, we had to take a cab from the hotel where we stayed into the rally. And the driver of the cab um, wasn't particularly chatty. And, and he had on, and we had uh, had a MAGA hat on. He turned on the radio, and he had on, it was one of the major networks news, ABC, NBC, CBS, ones I would never listen to in one million years. But I'm listening to it because I'm sitting in the cab. And I was thinking, if you weren't tuned in to the, to truth, where you, you weren't pursuing understanding issues, You didn't try to read on your own. You just trusted what you heard on major media. Every story made you think exactly what the left is trying to say. The election is over. Biden won. Trump won't concede. You know, a bunch of far right extremist lunatics are going to descend on Washington today. I mean, every depiction of Trump, Biden, the election, uh, even the, the adjectives they chose to characterize questions about the election outcome were uh, just disparaging and dismissing. And it did make me realize how much all of media, except for conservative media, is trying very hard to say, it's over, it's over, it's over, it's over. And the cab driver, you know, I decided not gonna even converse with him because I think he was enjoying the, he can see my MAGA hat, and he's kind of enjoying what the radio is saying. But this is really the, why I try so much in the show to talk about and, and lay out a little bit of the detail of why there's such serious concern. I'm afraid many people in America just don't know. And your website will help them.
1: Yeah, no, and, and you know, to your point, Many people in America don't know that there was a very real laptop that Hunter Biden dropped off, the FBI has it, and they covered that up so successfully. And Media Research Center did a poll and found that 4.2% of voters would have shifted from Biden to Trump had that been properly covered in the media and had they been made aware of it. So that is a fraud too. Our media has a responsibility to tell the truth and to tell all sides they have failed in that responsibility. And then social media has special exemption from Congress, just like American baseball does. They have yeah. a responsibility to not uh, to to not censor viewpoints that are legitimate viewpoints, but they've done that. And again, look at Twitter, Jack Dorsey not censoring or censoring yesterday, getting ready to go before Congress, pulled it off so that the, he couldn't have that thrown out in his face.
0: Yeah, isn't is isn't Jack Dorsey and Zuckerberg's there today too, right? Yep. I meant to tune in to hear how that was going. I didn't watch any of that today, but I'm glad they're at least having explained themselves a little bit. I I don't know if anything will come of that. Um, Well, first of all, I love your website. Make sure you share everything you want to about that. And I also want to have you briefly tell about your show, Economic War Room, but anything else on your website?
1: Yeah, everylegalvote.com primer on fraud. Take action. Other ways to help. There's a button at the bottom where you can attend rallies. Look at the recent stories and those update on a regular basis. We have links to resources. We even have a censorship Hall of Fame at the top. So oh you can, yes, i meant to You read can that. click yeah. on that and see where where they've uh, falsely censored us or attacked us. Uh, The point is, is why are they so afraid of a loose coalition of average patriotic citizens putting up a website to collect these stories? Why have they gone so hard against us? We have a great engineering team and they've kept us alive despite, you wouldn't believe the number of hacking attempts. And when we allow reporting of fraud, the number of just vile pornographic evil things that they've thrown at us but our engineering team has waded through all that and presented good factual interesting information we don't verify every fraud story but we verify that it is a legitimate story somewhere in the media. it doesn't mean that we've looked into it at at detail and investigate
0: all angles we can't
1: and and this is a key difference the difference between evidence and proof proof comes after a proper investigation evidence is what causes you to do the investigation. We've put up plenty of evidence.
0: Yeah, it's a great thing. It was a brilliant idea. Everylegalvote.com, everylegalvote.com. Everyone should go there. And actually, there's a link to it on our website, also, org. Well, as I mentioned at the start, Kevin also hosts his own show, Economic War Room, which is a wonderful show full of just great guests. And so I'd love to briefly tell our listeners about that.
1: Yeah, we're on Blaze TV, and my background is financial terrorism, you mentioned. I've written a couple of books, both bestsellers, fortunately. And what we do is help people can connect finances, their investments with Judeo-Christian, Western civilization values and free market ideals and national security. And it's amazing. People regularly will invest their money in things that work against their actual they interests. Don't believe in, yeah. And so we give people the opportunity to learn not to invest in ESG, which is environmental social justice and governance, which is what Wall Street in New York is pushing hard. We talk about LSV, liberty, security and values. And we cover a lot of topics, whether it's election fraud, that's an economic topic because it represents trillions of dollars of government spending depending on who's in the White House. Uh, or who's in the Congress? Uh, we talk about a uh, wide range of issues. We have great guests like Louie Gummer who's one of your regular guests and we've had Dave Bratt, former congressman and we've had Star Parker, a lot of friends that a lot we know together We're here yes, yes. <laughs> and, and we talk about how we can address poverty as an issue, how we need to do you know it, it really is a show that ties all of these things together, but every show is comes with a very detailed economic battle plan. It's free to anyone and you download it. It's like a book with all of the backup documentation. Here's here's what we talked about. Here's how you can take action. Here's proof that what we shared with you is legitimate. And it's all in one PDF document. And we've done one hundred and ten plus shows and wow. and really I'm shows on China with Frank Gaffney. Show Just Gordon, incredible. You know, Gordon thing. Chang. Gordon Chang. Gordon a of times, a yep. lot of. Yes. A lot yeah. of the same guests, but, but ours is a produced show. It drops every Thursday on Blaze TV. And we also put it on our YouTube channel and XO TV. And then that battle plan is what makes us unique.
0: It does. It's a very, very cool idea. It's just a great thing. So that was Kevin Freeman. So glad you could be here today. I'm going to turn my one more quick topic today before we wrap up. So the first part of the show, I'm telling you why any sane person should be very concerned about the outcome of the election. There are all sorts of Democrats who have weighed in ahead of time explaining how vulnerable electronic voting machines are to hacking. And then, of course, we have this great discussion with Kevin Freeman uh, on his new website, everylegalvote.com, which is a great resource. Everyone should go there. And after you listen to the show, please share that. Please share the show. Please share that website with your friends. The last topic I want to hit today, I called it Biden's fundamental destruction of America, but I've had people say to me, and I, I want to do a segment today very briefly just to make this point. I've had actually intelligent, educated adults say to me, "Well, look, you know, it's going to be a lot of you know turmoil if somehow, after all the endless litigation, that you know uh, it turns out Trump really won." And the country is already so divided. And the question they've said is, how much damage could Biden do in four years? Okay, can't you just give in, let Biden go for four years, and then we'll come back. We've talked a lot on this show, and if you listen regularly, you know, we've talked about what we are watching in America's streets. The riots, destruction, murder, arson, burning of cars and buildings, smashing windows, stealing things. This is not organic outrage because of any incident that occurred in America This is funded and encouraged and orchestrated by very radical leftist Marxist organizations, including those tying back to the Communist Party of China. That's what we're watching. We are watching, as you've heard uh, numerous guests on the show from the Center for Security Policy and others making the point, we're watching an unfolding Marxist revolution right before our eyes. That is the reason. We should want election integrity, period, full stop. But the reason, especially to fight for at this time, is because of what the left is planning for America, what Biden has in mind. Now I know Biden looks like a milk toast, somebody's doddering grandfather, and so they think, Oh, how much you know, he's just an old guy, been in Washington hundred years, what how much harm could he do? We've talked in the past about how he got his start in politics by being funded by a communist organization that plucked him out of obscurity. He was a city council member, something like that in Delaware. No, no statewide platform at all, funded by a communist organization that literally went around our country picking on small areas, small races to win, finding people could be bought, and saying, we can get you elected, funding the whole thing, because it has a small number of votes to sway. And this is how Biden leapt or leaped, whatever way whatever way you want to say it, from being an obscure little politician in Delaware to being a senator. That's who he is. He's taken this organization's money for decades. But what, right now, I'll tell you other quick reasons why you should be very, very worried about him. Number one, the COVID team he's putting together, as we've talked about yesterday, COVID is a you know it's a healthcare issue. We have to make sure people get uh, access to the many existing and effective therapies already being used but COVID is being used to foment and enable this Marxist takeover of America. So Biden has, on his advisory board, he named his COVID advisory board to his non-existent transition because he's not going to be president and he wasn't elected president, but as he marches down his road, he's appointed someone, um, a doctor named Celine Gounder, who's been out there in the media. She is now on his COVID-19 advisory board saying that the main thing we have to remember is, you know. This virus spreads through large gatherings, therefore we need to shut down, says she again, indoor restaurants, bars, gyms, and also private social gatherings of friends and family in the home. These all must be forcibly closed. This is a person on his team. COVID is already being used to take away the freedom of Americans, to cause Americans to just lose sight of the notion of your right to fundamental personal liberty. She's on that team. She's pushing him. She's bad enough. There's also, um, there's, uh, and, you know, the other thing I want to mention about this whole COVID thing, he's got a couple of people joining his advisory team who are just scary, who are scary, shut down, left wing, control the people, people. Why is it? Just ask yourself again. We've had Simone Gold on the show, just on the show again last week. She has a brilliant piece out in Washington Times, making the point that, Europe did not do well when it went back to shutdowns. There's no reason for shutdowns. She has talked, not just on my show, but in pretty much everybody's show, trying to talk about the idea that we have effective treatments, that our nation's reaction to the COVID health care issue is an issue. Our political response is a constitutional crisis. And she's laying that out. Why is it? Just ask yourself, why would any doctor in this country who can listen to now the thousands of doctors speaking up saying hydroxychloroquine works great, works really well to tr- with other tr- zinc and whatever the other product is in there, but they've got a cl- clear protocol that has literally had thousands and thousands of Americans very quickly get through COVID and get back to work. We've had inhaled budesonide as a remedy. We had Dr. Richard Bartlett on the show talking about how if the problem you experience in COVID has to do with your ability to breathe and, and that dangerous and scary grasping for breath, which happens to asthma patients, inhaled budesonide works like a charm. And he talked about using it. He's been all over the country now talking about it. And other treatments also effic- proven to be efficacious. Why is it that if you're the leader, want to be the leader of the free world, you want to be the leader of America, and you think you're going to put a COVID advisory team in place, why don't you want advice from people who are treating COVID patients successfully? Why? You, you want, what's the reason over there, well, Kevin I, Freeman? Say it's a political issue,
1: as you said. Uh, one thing that strikes me is COVID has an uh, has an impact on elderly, right? Age 75 plus. One of the advisors to Biden is Zeke Emanuel, who wrote in the yes. Atlantic he would like to die at age 75. I mean, he said, I don't want to live past age 75. These are the same people that were putting together the death panels because they said, oh, we can't spend. Uh, One hundred fifty thousand dollars on a surgery for somebody who's past the age of seventy-five, and yet they're willing to shut down the entire economy, costing trillions and trillions of dollars, because they want political power. This is an opportunity to grab power, to take it away from individual rights, to end churches, to end anything that they deem inappropriate, and take take co- total control of society.
0: I couldn't agree more. And you know, I, I don't I feel like I struggle to find words to capture this idea. But when I was growing up, and when many people listening when you were growing up, you, just, you basically learned that America is a country rooted in the concept of the right of the individual to live in freedom. Life, liberty, pursuit of happiness, that's what America is all about. And that self-reliant, upbeat, can-do American spirit is decimated when the American population is inflicted with a sense of fear, and then on top of that, your condition to say, well, I thought we were a free country, but now I wait to be told whether I can go to the store today. Can I go to church today? Could, could, I, could I have my family here for Thanksgiving? And have It's not just that the, the control is a horrible and un-American thing, but it starts to change the American psyche. It's like you forget that you are a free country. You, you, you become the subservient class of people who waste to be told how to live.
1: The entire purpose is control. It absolutely is, because we've found treatments that are effective. We know that the death rate is not any greater than a very bad flu. And if you say that on Facebook, you get banned for saying that.
0: Oh, yeah. I have my two strikes on YouTube Yeah, for saying things like that. So I'm very, very careful. But... It is exactly what the problem is. And it really is for thinking Americans, even if you are very afraid of COVID and you would like nothing more than to stay home for the rest of your life and wear a mask and wear goggles and live in a spacesuit, knock yourself out. No one's stopping you. But what you're starting to see from the left is, we'll let you know how much freedom you can have. And what is so bothersome to me, and I I struggle to even get the word, is that the, the American people who aren't, Quite as invested in, rooted in, comprehending in the notion of the of this idea of God-given rights and freedoms because you were born—that the Declaration of Independence says, that the Constitution spells out—we just are too submissive, and we're, we're too many of us are too submissive. And I I just think that is among the most evil, evil aspects of all of this is we lose that that culture of freedom and the assumption presumption and assumption of individual liberty. Uh, So I'm bothered about that. But what we're on is third topic today is about why it's so important to fight. I want to hit one more point I mentioned, and this is why it was um, Simone Gold came on last week to talk about this. So he who will never be president, Joe Biden, has announced he's going to put in place his term, a public health job corps, public health job corps, to mobilize at least 100,000 Americans to go across the country and do track and trace. Because of COVID. So, number one, your tax dollars, which is the least of the problem, but your tax dollars will find, like a Peace Corps, only on American soil, this um, Health Jobs Corps, and they're going to do track and trace. And track and trace, you know, it, it's a creepy name, even, but, and I've noticed actually they're trying to change it. They, they realized they did some testing. People don't like the word track, kind of creepy, like, okay, trace and assist, or whatever they're calling it now. This is, I, 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 do, I am not being hyperbolic. This is a police state action to take. And maybe you disagree, you can weigh, weigh in, please do.
1: And, and young people will get this. They don't like to be tracked or traced. Uh, I, I bought the Lauren Daigle CD and put it on iTunes and my daughter saw it, it said, look up child. And it popped on her phone, it says, look up child. She says, what is that, some creepy stalker app? <laughs> I said, no, sweetie, that's Lauren Daigle's new album. Oh, I love Lauren (laughs) Daigle. And so she loved it. But the point being is that young people don't want to be tracked and traced, but this is to get them used to it, get them comfortable with it. So you march into the grocery store, you go down this aisle, you can only go down that aisle. You pick up your cart here. It is really a model to put in control mechanisms for a people that have never been prepared for it.
0: And to change the psyche, it becomes a norm. Of course we agree. Yeah, we all understand that. And so the track and trace, you mentioned the grocery store. So they knock on your door and say, hey, you know what, um, Kevin Freeman, you were in the grocery store last week, but less than 10 feet away from you was so-and-so because we we're tracking him on their phone. And you know they, they tested positive for COVID. So we think you ought to stay home. It is tracking where you live, who you've been in touch with, and then how you take care of yourself. If they say, well, we think you may have come in contact, so can you please quarantine? Pretty soon, you are being regulated by, and you have to picture the kind of people who would just sign up and look for the job of joining President, he who will not be President Biden's, Public Health Jobs Corps. 100,000 people of little police state minions who will have tremendous authority over your life. Dangerous beyond belief, if you ask me.
1: Yeah, no, it's absolutely scary. And it leads itself to the uh, social credit scores that China has imposed. Yes. So you won't be able to buy or sell unless you get your passport that says you had your vaccination or you've done this or you've done that. And and somebody's making trillions of dollars off this vaccine. And we have hydroxychloroquine or other treatments that other doctors say are effective. And I don't want to get you banned on YouTube for saying that. So, but <laughs> but it is something that is well established by physicians who they've had success with. And you, you've done that with Dr. Bartlett and so forth. They're trying to control behavior.
0: Yes. And, and you just become more submissive society. We wait to be told how to live. One last thing, why we must fight. We must fight the Biden uh, effort to steal this election. And there are many, many other reasons. But one last quick thing. There was a news story out, several stories out. And, and you know, left-wing sources, so you believe. So, you know, There. but anyway, they were talking about how the country of Iran, the leaders of Iran, the number one terror exporting country in the world, were celebrating that Biden won, or they think Biden won. And I want you to just think about that for a moment. This is the last thing I'll hit before we get to why it matters to you. So why if the, because Biden has said he will jump right back in to the Iranian nuclear deal that was negotiated under Obama and Biden and that President Trump has removed. So just ask yourself. If the Iranian nuclear deal was a tough clamping down on the Iranians was actually going to prevent them from developing nuclear weapons, which it wasn't, as you've listened to my show, you've many experts to point. Out, it wasn't that. But if the Iranian nuclear deal was such a clamping down on the Iranian leaders, then you know, then why are they excited that Biden's gonna come in and put it back in place? I mean, because the point is, the Iranian nuclear deal enabled nuclear development under the guise of allegedly preventing nuclear development. So all I want to say about a lot of reasons, we can go into many more, but we are sadly, as we get to this point every day in the show, we are past our time, or we're about time to wrap up. So again, Kevin Freeman, thank you for joining me. Thank you, Debbie. And I want to turn and tell you why the stories we talked about today matter to you. So we start our show today talking about the Democrats said electronic voting is untrustworthy. Democrat Senator Klobuchar and Warren complained about Dominion voting systems in 2018 and 2019. New York Times ran a video demonstration of how easy it was to use voting machines to rig elections in 2018. Smartmatic spokesman on record claiming over one million fraudulent votes were added in Venezuela. And now supposedly the same systems are impregnable? The DHS, oh, I didn't even get to this one, the DHS statement, you saw there was a statement out by the DHS officials saying uh, that they found absolutely no problem with the election of 2020, that there was no problem with the voting machines. I didn't even get to the story, but it's on our website. You can go read the story on our website. Claiming 2020 was the most secure election in history, that statement co-authored by Dominion Voting Systems. Seriously. Actually, they were the ones, one of two entities, putting, giving contribution to the statement that DHS then put out saying no problem with elections. 19 bellwether counties in the USA have voted for the winner of every election in every, of, of the election, in every election since Reagan in 1980. In 2020, 18 of the 19 of the bellwether counties voted for Donald Trump by a landslide, the one county that went for Biden he barely, he barely skidded by. Americans know this presidential election is being stolen. Americans are not going to tolerate this. The 73 million Americans who voted for Trump are not going to sit down and be quiet. And the other story that we talked about today, Biden's fundamental destruction of America and why it matters to you. COVID is a vehicle for the left destruction of America. Americans must wake up. Biden hyping a long, dark winter, justifying horrendous government intrusions. Biden wants 100,000 culturally competent well thank god they're culturally competent culturally competent contact tracers this is a police state apparatus biden advisor wants to shut down indoor dining including for small groups in private homes california governor newsom is considering a statewide curfew this these are the kinds of things dictators do the hype and lockdowns are ridiculous for a virus with multiple proven therapies and a 99 plus percent recovery rate for virtually everyone, these Biden proposals are not made out of good faith concern for the public health. They are the means to the end of a totalitarian vision for America. Americans who love freedom, including Biden voters, must wake up. There is no reading of science that justifies the Biden COVID agenda. And that, my very fine friends, is America Can We Talk for today. Thank you so much for tuning in every Monday through Thursday at 3 p.m. Central Time to America Can We Talk, where I always talk truth about America because America matters. And I'll talk to you next time. America, can we talk truth
1: about America?